I'm Samantha Asheris. I'm John Pop. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, May 5th. Here are today's headlines. The COVID-19 emergency is over, according to the World Health Organization. Dr. Tedros, the World Health Organization General Director, said Friday that yesterday the emergency committee met for the 15th time and recommended to me that I declare an end to the public health emergency of international concern. I have accepted that advice. He added, it is therefore with great hope that I declare COVID-19 over as a global health emergency. However, that does not mean COVID-19 is over as a global health threat. Last week, COVID-19 claimed a life every three minutes, and that's just the deaths we know about. The World Health Organization's decision comes just days before the U.S. is set to end its own public health order, known as Title 42. In related news, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky submitted a resignation letter today. The Associated Press reports that Walensky's last day will be June 30th. In her letter to President Joe Biden, Walensky didn't specify why she was stepping down and expressed mixed feelings, though she said that the country is at a transition moment given the news of the COVID-19 emergency declarations ending, according to the Associated Press. Biden released a statement on Walensky saying, Dr. Walensky leaves CDC a stronger institution, better positioned to confront health threats and protect Americans. We have all benefited from her service and dedication to public health. And I wish her the best in her next chapter. The U.S. economy added 253,000 jobs in April, while the unemployment rate dropped to 3.4 percent, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported today. President Biden cheered on the news, tweeting this morning, We just learned we created 253,000 jobs in April. That's 12.7 million jobs since I took office, an unemployment rate that is the lowest since 1969 and the highest share of working-age people in the workforce since 2008. My plan to invest in America is working. Rachel Gresler, who is a senior research fellow in budget and entitlements here at the Heritage Foundation, disagreed, saying in a statement, today's lackluster employment report comes alongside slowing economic growth and serious risks of a recession in 2023. As the Federal Reserve continues its efforts to bring down inflation caused by trillions of dollars in excessive government spending, having good labor policies in place is incredibly important. Alfredo Ortiz, the president and CEO of the Job Creators Network, also weighed in on the news, saying Today's jobs report shows the downward slide of the labor market continues, with the number of new jobs created last month falling far below the recent average. Ortiz also said the labor market is a lagging indicator, so the current labor market does not reflect the difficult stagflation environment facing small businesses under President Biden. A seventh grade student is not backing down after receiving pushback for wearing a T-shirt that said there are only two genders. Fox News reports that Liam Morrison, who says his shirt was well-received by his classmates, was told to take off the shirt due to complaints from both students and staff. However, Morrison reportedly declined and his father was called to pick him up. Morrison spoke about the incident during an April school committee meeting. Let's take a listen to some of what he told Fox News Digital about speaking at the meeting. 
when I first went up there to go and speak about it, like while I was waiting, I wasn't like I wasn't like nervous or anything. But when I went up there, I was certainly you know my hand was shaking a little bit, but I definitely wasn't like so nervous to the point as some other people would be trying to speak in front of a big audience like that. Morrison also told Fox News, I definitely don't like that they violated what is basically the first thing that the people who were in charge of America at the time stated we were allowed to do. And nowadays, it feels like that's being taken away a lot, which is why some people chose to speak up about it. It's not just me. Carolyn Lyons, who is Middleborough's public schools superintendent, said in an email that Fox News reviewed that Morrison had violated its dress code. Specifically, the content of Liam's shirt targeted students of a protected class, namely in the area of gender identity. More than a year after the leaked opinion of the Dobbs decision showed Roe v. Wade would be overturned, illegal protests outside the Supreme Court justices' homes continue. Our colleague Mary Margaret Olhan reports that far-left activists with Our Rights D.C. posted video on Thursday evening showing them demonstrating at Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's Maryland home chanting, We Want Ethics on the Court. Their remarks come as Democratic lawmakers call for the Supreme Court to adopt new processes for recusals and ethics reports, essentially making the court answerable to Congress. This protesting has frequently occurred in spite of 18 U.S. Code 1507, which forbids picketing or parading in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, juror, witness, or court officer with the intent of intimidating or influencing that person. Attorney General Merrick Garland has admitted that it is a federal crime to protest outside of a judge's home with the intent of influencing that judge, but he has not enforced that law, though both Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin and former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan requested that he do so. Our Rights D.C. video shows the activists walking by Kavanaugh's home as authorities stand guard. The Daily Signal has asked the U.S. Marshal Service whether any arrests were made last night. The Marshal Service did not respond to requests for comment. The Department of Health and Human Services has rescinded its effective demand that a Catholic hospital snuff out a candle it keeps burning in the chapel, a candle that HHS called a threat to hospital safety, our colleague Tyler O'Neill is reporting. Lori Windham, vice president and senior counsel at Beckett, the religious freedom law firm representing the hospital, told the Daily Signal on Friday that the game was simply not worth the candle for HHS. It realized it would be playing with fire in court if it stood by its absurd demand. So it chose wisely. We are glad St. Francis can continue to serve those most in need while keeping the faith. Last month, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services sent a letter to the St. Francis Health System in Tulsa, Oklahoma, recommending that the hospital snuff out the candle to comply with life safety from fire requirements or lose its accreditation. According to the hospital, the candle is encased in glass and covered on top, and the local government and fire marshal repeatedly have approved the display for fire safety. CMS threatened to revoke St. Francis's ability to see patients under Medicare, Medicaid, and the Children's Health Insurance Program if it did not snuff out the candle. The Catholic hospital system asked the federal government for a waiver four times. A CMS spokesperson told the Daily Signal in an emailed statement on Friday that it's aware of a safety finding involving a fire risk made by an independent accrediting organization 
issued to a hospital in Oklahoma. CMS met with the hospital and accreditation organization and issued a waiver to allow the hospital to mitigate the potential fire risk and correct the safety finding. The hospital will work with the accrediting organization on next steps. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal's top news. And before we go, let's say thank you, Samantha, to our great intern recording us right now, Patrick. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks, Patrick. Great work. Great luck. He's moving across the street to the hill. Great things waiting for you, sir. Thank you. Now, if you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our next morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us on Monday morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. Virginia Allen will be sitting down with Sheena Rodriguez, the founder and president of Alliance for Safe Texas, to share stories of unaccompanied migrant children and explain what we know about how minors are arriving alone at the border. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and a review. We read all your feedback. Thanks again for listening. We all hope you have a great weekend, and we'll be back with you all on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.